0: Welcome back to Dial H for Heroclix, this is episode 181, my name is Chris Britton and let's go! Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Check them out at com. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Dial H for Heroclix, a podcast about Heroclix and other related nerd content. I'm your host, Chris Britton. And joining me in the studio today, we have my buddy, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder?
1: Not much, Chris. Had to live the last couple of days in a caveman without internet. It was a dark, dark time.
0: Yeah, so just to update the listener, we would have had an episode out at least yesterday but Calder just had none of them internets.
1: No, no internets. It just no. quit on me all of a sudden.
0: <laughs> how was your Thanksgiving?
1: It was amazing. It was quite great. You know, ate so much food. Then after that, you know, we ate nothing but mashed potatoes, ham, and turkey as leftovers for the next five days. That was awesome. How was yours?
0: I, I mean, that's generally how it goes. The, the first meal, second meal, those are always like, oh, man, this is so good. And then by, like, day five, you're, I'm so sick of eating the same <laughs> <laughs>
1: you just got to mix it up, right? You just got to make a sandwich, or you got to, like, put the meat in a salad, or you just got to do something to change it, or else, ugh.
0: Right, right. It no, gets that, tough. That makes sense. How was mine? Mine, Um, I actually, I didn't have a Thanksgiving. Uh, I worked, which was pretty bad, but my job Ooh. provided Thanksgiving meals. So the, literally the only turkey I had for Thanksgiving was at my job. <laughs> it's actually really sad. Uh, all my plans fell through, but... Oh, uh,
1: the, the you're, like, listener. sitting at your desk, little turkey, just, like, carrying it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was okay, though. I ended up going to Virginia and seeing my girlfriend's family, and we spent some time there, and that was it was a really good time. So i uh, glad that went all well. It did throw us off, so we're trying to give you guys a last-minute episode before the regular Sunday night when we record. So, what we're going to do tonight on the episode is just we're going to go through some news, some community. Don't know how long this is going to be, so we'll just see where it goes. Let's start off with some of that other nerd-related content. Uh, Calder, I have something to pitch to you.
1: Okay, I'm all ears.
0: <laughs> Alright, what if I told you that there was a new internet record for the single most-watched trailer of all time? I would be very impressed by that if you were to tell me, Chris. We're talking millions and millions and millions of views within the first like four days, three days. It was it was dumb. Really? And if hmm. anyone out there doesn't know what it is at this point it <laughs> Avengers Infinity War, it is insane. The trailer came out for it. We gotta dive into this a little bit because I'm all A hype. little bit, yeah. Hype Train. You wanna be you should be my conductor for
1: the hype train. I should <laughs> all aboard. I'm the engineer, Gets put on a little hat, shovel coal into the trench. Yeah, I'm all for that.
0: All right, let's go. So first of all, we are definitely going to be jumping around in the trailer because as I was typing out show notes, I just there was, there, I kept thinking of things <laughs> all over the place. So I was like, oh, my God, we are got to talk about that. So first of all, do you know what an Outrider is?
1: No, I have no idea what is it's not, Ryder Chris. All
0: right, so during the Infinity storyline written by John Hickman, uh, it's basically this genetically engineered little monster thing that Thanos uses as, like, his dogs of war, and he sends them at whatever he wants to. It's his army. Okay. So, so when we see uh, – mm. so we're obviously in Wakanda at some point during this trailer. Oh, yeah. And who do we see? But obviously Black Panther. Captain yeah, that, America. That
1: or should we say Nomad? Or should we say the Captain? Or right. should we say something, yeah.
0: Because guess who doesn't have a shield? And guess that who doesn't guy. have a do, who guess who doesn't have a star on his chest at this point? Yeah, that one I was like, wow. That's it's supposed so, to help. Yeah. So that was insane. So But you know, look, you know what he does have? What what does it have? A beard. He, he does have beard. a beard. That is a manly beard too. It's amazing. So, Outriders running across the battlefield, Lord of the Rings-level-style battle, running at portions of the Avengers. So, we do have the Hulk, uh, Falcon, Black Panther, looks like the Winter Soldier's right there. So, all of the people that are most likely hiding out in Wakanda, and then the Hulk, for some reason, he's just ran over there. Yeah, he got there,
1: which is weird, because earlier in the trailer, we see him with, like, Doctor Strange. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Like what? So at some point he's got to get split up from Thor. So uh, can we spoil Thor like Ragnarok now? Is that, is it too soon?
1: We already kind of talked about it. It's almost been a month. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Hulk gets around. Hulk has a weird way of getting around to all sorts of places. The big guy moves fast.
0: That's true. So we we have a battlefield. It's Outriders running across the freaking battlefield at the portion of the Avengers and the freaking Wakandan army that's running across the field, Yeah, which looks amazing. You know what else looks looks amazing? Thanos.
1: Thanos. Putting some gems in the gauntlet already, I see. Like, he's smacking people around left and right.
0: Oh, did you see him pimp-slap Iron Man? Iron Man, boom. (laughs) Oh, that was good stuff. So, yeah, it looks like in the trailer we have two Infinity Stones that are going to be put into the gauntlet. Uh, I have a small fan theory, which is he is definitely not going to get all five of the gems. I'm sorry, six of the gems before uh, he makes it to the next movie. That's what I'm guessing? Like, why would he yeah. give, Why would they give all of them to all him in that movie? More, more lead-up, more stuff like that. But we've got two of them, and it looks like what were the two that were in the gauntlet in the trailer? Was it the Power Gym and the Space Gym?
1: Yeah, Space. Space is blue, right? Power is purple.
0: Yeah. So, yep, yep, yep. so we also notice in the trailer that we've got what we can only assume is Corvus Glaive.
1: Corvus Glaive.
0: Trying to rip... The stone out of the Vision's forehead.
1: Yes, I, I knew that was never gonna work well for Vision. So I guess that 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 time, that clock's getting punched now, I suppose.
0: Uh, Poor yeah, guy. yeah, we also got a Vision that looks, um, you know, human.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was really weird.
0: So that that was strange. Uh, and during this little snippet of a scene where he looks human, he is totally all up in the Scarlet Witch's grill
1: that paprika really paid off for him i mean he there's a real there's a way
0: <laughs> i love it um going back to uh, previous movies not just bringing the paprika jokes back but we now have a pretty good idea of where that tesseract went that loki stopped and looked at briefly when he was in the asgardian vault in thor ragnarok yep. so there's that oh i forgot to mention this um war machine war machine is back
1: yeah, and he's not—he's walking or at least flying. You know? Yeah, um, so that's that's good to see.
0: I don't know if it was in an an official interview or if it was just a video of Don Cheadle was talking about how, t- with the help of Tony Stark, James Rhodes was given some kind of prosthetic legs, maybe cybernetic legs, something like that. So, that's pretty sweet. I'm that is really, sweet. really excited to see Don Cheadle come back into the movie as War Machine. That's going to be sweet. Uh, How about that new Spidey suit, though? I'm wondering how
1: that's going to mesh into it, because at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming, he didn't take the suit, and now he's got it. So it's like, hey, Thanos is here. Big guns, kid. Let's go.
0: Do you think that Tony Stark just sends it to him? Like, we need all hands on deck for this. So everyone, just (laughs) come on. We need you. It's
1: another paper bag. He just mails it to him like, Here, yeah. here's the new door one. <laughs>
0: um, we got the first look that I'm aware of of Peter Parker's spider sense.
1: Yeah, his arm hair standing up on end. Right. Looking at so the weird ring in the sky.
0: They did not touch base on that, I don't think at all, during the Homecoming movie. So just to see it, kind of little nod to it, that way, you know, all of those haters that during watching Homecoming, we were like, they didn't even show his Spider Sense, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's it's there now. You can
1: see. Yeah, you got it. Uh,
0: we got the Hulkbuster back, which that's pretty
1: sweet. That was cool. I, I'm very looking, well looking forward to seeing like, Hulkbuster fight Thanos. That'd be sweet.
0: I have to imagine that Tony Stark probably reconstructed the. The Hulkbuster armor, because he knew that the Hulk would be back one day.
1: Well, I mean, it got kind of tore up pretty well, so it was it was due for an upgrade.
0: Right, but why? You know, but he's a futurist, so he's always planning ahead. But I wonder what was in his head, the reasoning, like why he needed to reconstruct it? Because at that point, they're like, Hulk's oh. gone. Or yeah. He thinks it is.
1: He, he seems to be a very paranoid guy. You know, he makes armor for everything. He's got, he's got a contingency, so.
0: That's true. I no. love how at the end of Iron Man 3, he's like, um, let's do party favors and blow up all of my suits, and then he immediately has a suit again in yep. Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, we got Proxima Midnight throwing oh, spears yeah. at Captain America, who, like a boss, just catches it in midair. So, yes, please. Honestly, yeah. I love the Black Order. I'm a huge fan of the Black Order. Have you ever gotten around to reading Infinity?
1: Absolutely not, no. Oh
0: my gosh. I'm
1: now putting a stat like a list of comics to read a little bit more so I can get ready for Infinity War.
0: Okay. So those listeners out there that have also never actually read Infinity, you need to read Infinity. Because I don't know if any of these any of these characters are gonna mean as much to you if you haven't read Infinity. So that's only six issues, and I did look it up just the other day on mycomics.com, or mycomicbooks.com. You can get all six issues for, like, 20 bucks, $21 or something like that. So that's pretty cheap. Not bad. Uh, if you do want to get the uh, graphic novel, it comprises those six issues, and then some issues of the New Avengers and some issues of the Avengers, and all that will run you, like, I think, like, 30 something on Amazon. So uh, plug for Amazon affiliate link. Enter <laughs> soon as we get done recording this, but um, yeah, that that's gonna be that's gonna be insane. I don't think that the Supergiant, that's one of the Black Order, or call Obsidian members. They're not they're not bringing her into the movie, I don't think. But Ebony Maw, uh, I really like him. He's really cool. And then the last one that I know of that they're gonna bring in is uh, Black Dwarf. That would be sweet. And. In the comics, there is an amazing fight scene between the Black Dwarf and Black Panther. It's fantastic. Mm. So I really hope that they kind of go that route and stay a little bit true to the comic book since they're bringing in Thanos and basically his top generals and this massive army. It's going to be dumb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, the, the end of the trailer it ends with Thor meeting the Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Who the hell are you guys? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. it. Hi. I like Mantis's little, like, little wave there. Yeah. Hello. It's great. That, that's going to be really cool. I, I don't want to know if they're going to come in way later in the movie, or if it's going to be, like, sort of halfway through, we see the Guardians and Thor because obviously Thor and Hulk gotta get split up sometime in the movie
0: yeah they have to and if okay so at the end of Ragnarok right they have a spaceship they're flying through space and then they'll yep. happen upon a space vehicle
1: ginormous one that like encompasses them and they're huge because they've got like all of Asgard with them
0: right yeah so and I'm fairly certain if I remember correctly that that is not a good guy's vehicle that's probably, like, something Thanos is on, not. or one of one of the Black Order members, or... I don't know, but Thor's in space, he's going to meet the Guardians, and then the rest of the MCU is basically on the ground scrambling to figure out what's going on, and we still don't know where the sixth Infinity Stone is, so that's got to be either introduced in Black Panther or in Infinity War itself
1: you think they're going to wait for Adam to hatch? Seeing it's with Adam?
0: I don't know. I mean, I don't even remember what movie he's supposed to ha- hatch in. Like, what movie is that supposed to be in? Was that the next Guardians movie? Because that doesn't come out till like, Oh, after. yeah. If, if, it,
1: if it's that, then, yeah, probably not. But I was thinking he was going to be in Avengers 4 Infinity War Part 2 or whatever.
0: While that would definitely make sense because if you've read the Infinity Gauntlet storyline uh, Adam Warlock is actually a pretty decent sized portion uh, yeah. Im- importance wise in that storyline story but I-, I just don't know no one knows at this point and they have changed so much from the comics to, that is the, true. to the movies that you, you just it's all up in the air So, anyway that's, that's all I got on the Infinity War trailer anything else you want to say about that before we move on
1: I'm super excited. The Get the, get This Mana shield, that was really cool. Then you see Cap when he's running, he has like these two kind of triangular arm gauntlet things, so I don't know if that's like a Hydra Cap style shield that he'll have to put together to make a shield, or if he just has these cool gauntlets. I'm excited for the Black Widow has her Yelena Belova style look going on with the blonde, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I'm just yeah. super excited for this movie. It's like dreams coming true here. Six years. Waited six years for this.
0: Is that it? You didn't start watching yeah. in two thousand and
1: eight? Well I started in two thousand and eight, but I mean we saw Thanos twenty twelve, so yeah, I, I don't know true. what was gonna happen.
0: Man, that was a big reveal when we all first saw Thanos, so
1: Oh man. Did you uh, see it opening night? The original Avengers?
0: Not opening night, but it was like the next night, but yeah, I okay. saw it in theaters.
1: Yeah, that was great. The crowd was, was just Oh, we all clap. It's like we're just clapping at a movie theater. It looks weird, but...
0: Yeah. I've never understood why people clap at a movie theater, uh, but sometimes I guess you're just so excited that you can't really hold it back.
1: Yep, that is true. But I got a couple of stop like that.
0: <laughs> all right, let's move on a little bit. We've got... Um, so, Seth MacFarlane leaked one page of the Spawn movie, so the transcript of the Spawn movie. Not a lot going on in the transcript. It was uh, just two of the characters from the Spawn mythos, Danny and Twitch, talking uh, but it was just interesting to me. I thought that this was pretty cool because I, I really do like Spawn. I really hope that they do something good with that. Um, you've never read Spawn, though, have you? Not at all. All right. Well, Whatever. It's good stuff. Twitch is actually <laughs> – he's probably one of the best characters in Spawn, in my opinion, other than Spawn himself. But, um, yep, check it out. Uh, we t- I tweeted it out. You can just go back through our, our tweets and see what I retweeted, if you care. And then moving on, we've got uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actually returned tonight oh, as of yeah, recording. It did. So yep. I did not get the chance to see it. I was a little bit busy. But Calder, you got to see it. What happened? Well, don't spoil like it. Said, but... well, I'm not
1: going to say what happened, but I'm very excited. Much like a lot of the MCU, they're in space, 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 space. <laughs> it's a little bit – it's even more than space. It's really cool. We get to see – Oh, I don't, I don't want to say, it, but I'm just I'm very excited about what's gonna happen in the future, especially this because sort of an old trope kind of comes back. Not a character, but it's like something that sort of happened before. Sort of semi comes back with this, and you're like, oh, this is just killing me. I I mean it uh, it's it's really good, it's really good, and it's it feels like you're watching Alien like the first
0: Oh my god like, oh, dude I was going yeah. to ask you because I saw the trailers for the new season and the way they were doing the trailer looked very reminiscent of the alien movie. Oh yeah.
1: Definitely the it's a two hour special premiere so the first hour is very you know, is that like a like, horror movie? It's, it's not quite, like, horror, but it's, like, on your toes. Because you, you know, we, we don't see the aliens that much. It's sort of, like, an invisible threat for most of it, which is, to you know, TV budget and all that. But, like, Mac. Mac is always great. When he when he's talking about it, I was like, hey, we ain't splitting it up. It's all right. I know who's going to die first. Probably going to be me. I love
0: Mac. He's a good character.
1: He's probably one of the better characters on the show. One of my favorites, for sure.
0: Yeah. So, actually... When we were talking about the Infinity War trailer, I didn't want to skip ahead too far, but in in the trailer, you mentioned that Black Panther does say, get this man a shield, talking about Captain America. Well, Iron Man probably has the shield still from the the Captain America Civil War movie. Does that lead us to the energy shield?
1: Now, that would be cool. I would totally be for that.
0: Now Pretty the great. reason the reason I bring up the energy shield is because we've already seen the energy shield yep. in the Agents of Shield,
1: so. Colson has it. When, yeah, when, that, Coul- when he Coulson first uses it, it, it's really cool. I was oh, I was so psyched when he used it, and then every time after that he uses it, it's been sparse, but I love it so much. How it's not like he could have totally went fanboy with it and made it like Captain America, but it has the shield logo on it, and it's so dope.
0: Oh, I think it, they did a really good job. Oh. They use it sparingly, but make it so every time you see it, you're excited to see it.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's super cool.
0: So, I'm a huge fan of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I cannot wait to jump on the bandwagon. But because of traveling, man, I'm behind. I still need to finish Punisher. I need to start watching The Runaways, which uh, I did, I have not heard anything about it, good or bad. No one's talking about this show. Yeah. I don't have Hulu yet. I'm still working on that,
1: and I haven't heard anything about it either. So, okay. Well,
0: hopefully, uh, I can watch some before we record again next, and just give you a a baseline.
1: You got to finish Punisher first, though, man.
0: Yeah, no, I'm on like episode ten, so we're getting we're getting close. All right. So, anything less or anything else on Agents of Shield?
1: Uh, I'm not thinking. I said my piece.
0: Okay, so moving on to some DC news. I know everybody's tired of us talking about Marvel already. <laughs> uh, there is a four-part crossover for DC, and I've done a little bit of research into this. The makers of this are actually not spouting it as much as of a crossover as much as they are a four-part movie is what mm. they are, are claiming it to be. So the four movie parts are going to be obviously – Flash, Arrow, Legends, and Supergirl, so all part of the same DC universe. I don't know what it's called for the TV, but...
1: The CW-verse is what I believe, or the Arrowverse. I don't know what they reference it. Either one, probably.
0: Anyway, yeah, yeah, anyway, so I'm actually a huge fan of at least two of these. I do like Legends. I'm not a big fan of Supergirl, but I am really looking forward to this four-hour movie that's supposed to... Like, according to what I read... They spent more time on this script, collaborating between the different shows, so that it all fluently oh, moved between each other. Um, it does not feel like a hastily thrown together. Like, oh, let's just add your character to some on-screen time on our show for five minutes, and then we'll go back. No, it's much more in-depth than that. So, and I think the overall budget for these four episodes was like a crazy amount of money. So. Wow. Have not gotten to watch any of it. I don't know if it's in any of it is out right now, but it's it's supposed to be dumb good. So I'm looking forward to sweet. It. That sounds cool. All right. Uh, anything else on those?
1: I don't think so. They're fighting space Nazis. Yeah, Nazis. <laughs> I love the way. Nah, nah. I can't remember his name. Whatever. The fire guy. The way he says Nazis. Oh, I love killing Nazis. That guy's oh, great.
0: Um, that's fire. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his yeah. actual what his name. Code name is. They they never call him by it. They no, always they always calling him do. Mick. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Okay, so on to some hero related news. That is what this podcast is generally about. Well, are we hero podcast? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I just wanted to push it to the end. We normally cover this stuff up front, but I, I just was really, I was really excited to talk about the Infinity War trailer. We did get a solicit for the X-Men First Class, which is coming in February of 2018. It looks like we have, what, two, four, six, seven characters that they put on the solicit. The original five X-Men, and then we also have Surge. She's a newer mutant, for those of you that don't know. Okay. And then another copy of, and thank God they finally re-clicked him,
1: Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan, baby. I, I am so happy absolutely love the old man logan storyline and this one is probably going to be cheaper to get my hands on so oh it's gonna be great
0: yeah the old man logan storyline is hands down at this point a cult classic as far as wolverine mythos goes and it's not even your regular 616 wolverine but it did run in the regular pages of wolverine um i can't remember what the numbers were but uh, but it It was fantastic, alternate reality universe where Wolverine basically has killed the rest of the X-Men, and this is just what he's doing now. And because he was so loved, because the storyline was so popular, this is one of the very few characters when they did the Secret Wars storyline, and they ripped characters from other universes and put them in the basically Marvel Prime universe. Uh, Yeah, Old Man Logan is in the regular pages of... Earth Prime, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it's still called the 616 right now. 616, uh, if you have no idea. He's an X-Man. Yeah. Like, and his ongoing
1: is really good, too.
0: Yeah, it is. It is actually really good. So, I'm really excited that they're making a new one of those, because the one and only one that they've ever made was a con-exclusive. Yep. And not everybody had access to that. So, hopefully, his kids doesn't decide to be a gigantic jerk and make this, like, a super rare
1: uh, with that sculpt, I think he's a rare at best. Like, it's a cool-looking sculpt. I like it. But I really think that's, like, a rare at best sculpt. At least I hope so. And we're
0: still talking about it. So this, this solicit shows... I mean, these are really old X-Men. So this is... I cannot remember if this is... Are their original costumes or not? But it's really early on in their career. Um, let's see. It does say that it's including over 70 new figures and 25 ID cards to collect. Now, the word NEW is in all caps on this solicit. I don't know if that really means unclicked or if they just mean like, oh, they're new sculpts slash dials, and we'll just call it new, and we'll trick people into believing that it is. Um, It says features more than a handful of previously unclicked figures. It says more than a handful. More than a handful? Yeah. Including FAT, that's P-H-A-T, Gold Balls, Mondo, and Surge. I actually really like gold balls. I'm not really sure why. Okay, see always... that
1: that was super weird. Uh, I can't be the only one who's seeing the word literally gold balls. That that doesn't make sense to me. You're That's his code name.
0: Gold um, balls. So they his mutant power balls. is to literally create these golden balls out of thin air. And when they pop up, he has. You know how Wolverine has his own onomatopoeia for when his po- his claws pop, like snit, yes. snit, and then yeah. snit, and then um uh oh dang it the elf nightcrawler has his own bam. so it's yeah bam. there wow. you go he has his own too so it's almost like hearkening back to let's give people their own onomatopoeias his is poink yeah. i don't know why it's p-o-i-n-k i think poink and he literally like he creates them and then he can like shoot them and they hit people in the face like i uh, kind of like heavy dodgeballs or something. I really don't know. They look like they bend in the comics, so they're not made out of gold. Interesting. Or maybe he shoots them so fast and gold is such a malleable metal that it bends around their face. I don't know. Maybe. He's a comedic character. I can and, tell. Did he name yeah. himself Gold Balls? And no, 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 no. Everyone else was calling balls. him that. Everyone uh. else was calling him that. And he's like, don't call me that, guys. <laughs> don't call me that. And then eventually he just, he took it and started owning it. and. Oh, nice. And he got, he got to the point in the comics where he's like – he he would do – because he was a screw-up at the beginning of the comics. And then eventually he started doing things the correct way and, like, being the pseudo-hero of some storylines. And then, like, random citizens would be like, who's that guy? And he's like, I'm Gold Balls. <laughs> and then people around would be like, did he really just say uh, his name was Gold Balls? Gold Balls. <laughs> so, Gold Balls. so um, actually, and you know, I, I just – I'm reading Spider-Man. Uh, Miles Morales Spider Man, right during the Civil War 2 and he's a reoccurring character in that storyline. Of course. And he, is. he he's like explaining his name to another character in that storyline, so they're all in their costume. And she's like, So what's your code name? And he's like, Gold Balls And she's like, What? Are you serious? <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, I'm I'm just owning it now. I was like, Good I'm for you man. Owning it now. Good, good for you. <laughs> so
1: He's, he's actually... to be a great set. I like, I like gold
0: balls. 25 <laughs> ID cards. So we knew those were coming. I just don't think we knew how many, maybe. Can't remember. But that'll be pretty cool. 25 in the same set. We've never seen that many in the same set before. <clears throat> We've only seen like 10 at a time, I think. 15, maybe, at the most. So that'll be interesting. If there's 25 ID cards in the set, I suspect that you'll probably get... I don't know, like, five per brick, maybe? Yeah,
1: i say it's a safe bet, about half. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, I'd, maybe five. I I know I was getting, like, three in a brick with the older sets.
1: Yeah, of, sure like, Nick Fury or Avengers, it would be about three.
0: So you probably get five of those, but we'll see. Uh, last thing that we have for Heroclix-related news is going to be all of the Star Trek spoilers that have been coming out. Now, I'm not a huge Star Trek fan, but I knew, Calder, you wanted to talk about this, so just you lead the way and I'll follow. All right.
1: So I pretty much wanted to cover a couple of figures that I thought were really cool. Just like Chris, I don't watch Star Trek at all, like any of them. So I just wanted to talk about a few ones that really caught my eye for sure. So kicking us off in the commons, it's the only common I think is hilarious and might be actually really good and that's the Tribbles. So they have a zero for all of their stats except for defense, which is a insanely high defense value of 3, yeah, not 13, just 3, and then they, of course, Tiny Slides. They're Animal, they have zero range, like I said, they're 5 points, and they have 3 traits. 50% of their metabolism is geared for reproduction, free. If another friendly character has not activated the same effect this turn, this turn! Generate a 0, 12 tribbles. So, they multiply, like crazy. Second trait, tribbles have no teeth. Those in characters do not stop movement when becoming adjacent to tribbles, and they automatically break away from tribbles, so they are not tie up. And the last trait is, I want these tribbles off my ship. Unique modifier, characters not named tribbles modify their speed value by negative one for each tribbles adjacent to them. And their attack, negative one for each two tribbles adjacent to them. If they have the Klingon keyword, they also modify the defense value by negative one for each tribbles adjacent to them. It's hard to say their name. I think for five points and for how many you'll be able to bring on the field for just a common, how easy it will be to get, these might be pretty useful in the future, especially for animal team filler, that's for sure.
0: So, let me get this straight. It's micro, so or tiny, so... Yep. You can pick this thing up, running across the map, you base another opponent, you drop it, and then you give it a free action and pop out another one, thus ensuing a minus one to an attack? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that if you pull these, hang on to them for a minute, because I'm going to guess that there are always going to be, anytime there's like generic, there's always going to be those players... That just want to collect as many of them as possible, and then the price starts jumping. Like, do you remember how much multiple man jumped up in price for those players that just wanted to run like twenty five multiple men? Huh. It it was dumb. You could only you could get a multi one single multiple man was like six dollars.
1: Wow, I kind of jeez, six bucks for a yeah. generic.
0: It was dumb, Whew. and I'm pretty sure at some point it was actually higher than that. So anyway. You only need one of these on the map to start getting more of these on the map. So, at a five-point cost, do you think that this will be meta at all?
1: I guarantee it's going to show up on at least a couple of teams. I feel like someone is going to try to use these. And I'm only going to try to cover some things that I think might be meta, of course, in this set. I definitely think someone's going to use triples at some point. Depending on rotation, if rotation doesn't get rid of Devil Dinosaur and a few other characters, then I'm going to say tribbles will probably be used on an animal team sometime in the future, if not to at least gain a map. Just a super easy way of getting map, which is very important, especially in the metagame. Right. Huh. Okay. Who else do you want so, to talk about? Oh, really quick, I'm only going to talk about like four people here but i'm gonna talk about the captain kirk and i just want to cover his title character abilities same thing with the i already forgot her name the other title character in the set but their big title character kind of their ultimate quote unquote is transporter and you choose a character on your sideline with starfleet keyword for captain kirk and a starting line for that character you remove one plot point plus one plot point per 10 full points of that character's cost to place that character on the chosen starting line in an unoccupied square within six squares in Line of Fire, a force may only have one character placed by this effect on the map at a time. example, you remove five plot points for a 40 to 49 point character, so five one point is ten points, technically. So, I think it's really cool. The title character she's also, like, eight clicks long. Yeah, eight clicks long. I think it's really cool with title character ability that instead of being able to, like the Joker and Harley, pop out of Pogs, he actually brings in a full character. And 50 points, normally you would think that's like a generic, but actually, for this set, that's most named Starfleet members are under 50 points. So I think might, I don't think he's going to show up on any meta scenes, but I think it's a really cool figure that they decided to give to him.
0: But... I don't like the wording of this. Because the way they word it, it makes it Okay, so you may remove one plot point plus one plot point per full per ten full points of that character's cost. So. That sounds weird. To get a fifty-point character, you'd have to remove six plot points.
1: For a fifty-point, yes, because they say forty to forty-nine points is yeah. five plot points. So yeah.
0: I don't. They shouldn't have made it add the plus one because it's already going to be hard enough the, what i don't understand what they why they did this with title characters i really like title characters it's just my small gripe about it you should not have to make a title character attack in order to use its uh its plots plot devices i don't know yeah because now there are characters like this captain kirk who starts with running shot and 11 attack with pin and three damage printed that's okay that's doable but then you get other characters like the Harley. other one that has sidestep two and then six range with pin side, like that's you're you're not really running in. And in Harley, yeah, you're definitely right yeah. about Harley. So I don't know. You like this character though.
1: I think it's neat. I think his
0: and the title character
1: ability is neat. I think that bringing in somebody is cool, because we haven't seen that before. The The way they're going about it could be fixed a little bit better, but I do think it's cool to bring in a character from your force that you might have on your sidelines to the side. I think that's really neat.
0: I wonder why they only gave him two different plot devices.
1: Yeah, I don't know that either. Really
0: I weird. mean, there are a lot of words on that second one, so maybe they ran out of room on yeah. the fucking card, but... If there's anything I've learned, have you ever seen a Yu-Gi-Oh card where the type is, like, size 2 font?
1: Yeah, super small.
0: (laughs) You can fit it on a card. That's all I'm saying. And if someone needs to bring a magnifying glass, that's on them. Uh Uh-oh. I think... Calder, did I lose you? Okay. Well, I'm going to keep on keeping on. We did get another character that was spoiled. This is uh, actually going to be the other title character in this. It's a uh, Sharvanek. Sharvanek is a Romulan star empire team ability. Uh, six range, like I mentioned, 100 points as well. Romulan and spy, spy keyword. And... Um, we have uh, 18 defense with Mastermind. Now, this is a, let's see, 2, 4, south for 100 points, so that's matching Captain. We have... Okay, don't know what happened there. A little bit of technical difficulties, but let's just keep going at it. Uh, back on the ball. So, this character does have two plot points as well. Um, what is your mission here? Free. Uh, net can use Perplex until your next turn, but only to target opposing characters. That's not that good in my head and then the other plot point is minus x and it's it's almost the exact same ability or is the exact same ability of captain kirk only instead of um that keyword it's going to be the romulan
1: keyword keyword yeah
0: so um oh and by the way i don't know if i said this but the romulan star empire team ability gives stealth so same as the batman team ability um, what do you think about this character?
1: I think she is, she's all right. She doesn't bring as much firepower as Kirk does, that's for sure. Problem Mastermind are okay, but overall, it's a deep dial. You're not really getting your bang for your buck with her, if you ask me anyways, especially since you'll need to be making attacks each turn so you can keep using Perplex on your opponents. But even
0: then, that's not that great. So what you're saying is she's never going to make it down to the value corner?
1: No, she will not, especially being in the superhero slot. I don't think she's going to be to the value corner anytime soon. Uh,
0: that's, that's pretty crappy. All right, so there's your two title characters that we at least know about. I don't think that there will be any more in this uh, set, but maybe there will. Who knows? Anything else you wanted to talk about in this set?
1: Uh, yeah, there's two more figures I want to cover. Charlie X is one of them. He is 40 points, four clicks long. He has sidestep willpower and prob top dial. His trait is what makes him maybe abusable when Charlie X is the only target of an attack that misses after resolutions deal the attacker damage equal to its printed damage value. So he only has a 17 defense right away, all right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But what I'm saying here is you use the right double perplexes on him You know, Nighthawk, he's going to rotate very soon. There are plenty of people that can double perplex up this guy, or you can also give him the Asgardian Shield. So he can be a potentially very annoying and, you know, he's probably going to be a probability control guy. He's going to have your probs most likely the entire time he's up, because some people might not want to take a risk of trying to hit a 19, assuming you have a double perplex, or really anything. So people don't want to take that risk especially when you have prob on it and or perplexes so I'm saying he might be abusable
0: I love how he for 40 points even though he's he's pretty decent enough with sidestep probability control for 40 points he's also almost a tertiary attacker he has 10 attack and 3 damage <laughs> with,
1: with a very nice sixth range so yeah I do agree
0: <laughs> he's actually pretty good I like him
1: no, not bad at all, and I feel like they can use that ability somewhere. Now I need to go find the last gentleman we need to talk about here. There he is, uh, Traylon. So I'll get into it, and you'll figure out why I think this guy is worth 50 points. He has sidestep for his top three clicks, and then he has super senses for his top three clicks, and then his very last click he has a stock click. He's indomitable. Two traits. It's my game and my rules at the beginning of the game. Roll a D6, place it on this card. And then Power, if there is no D6 on this card, roll a D6, place it on the card. Traylon has Protected Outwit. He can't get of his Super Senses or Indomitable. He is a 50-point Mixie, pretty much.
0: Oh, wow, he really is.
1: Yep. and with a stop he's click. With a stop click. So I've played against Mixie a lot, and I almost always have that... The two times I've faced him in a tournament, I've had a Colin character that can do five damage and either have outwit or persistent strike to ignore super senses. And I've normally one shot in Mixie, so I've never really had to worry about him too much. That stop click, on the other hand, that is actually pretty scary. And I think he's better than Mixie because a lot of people just left Mixie in the back and just used him for that dice. So this cuts out all that extra fluff that Mixie had. And, you know, whenever a character rolls an attack, you remove V6. That's exactly how it works. works just like see but the stop click makes him a lot scarier. I actually will guarantee you this character will be on some top 8 meta teams. Maybe not top 8, but I'm for sure he's going to be top 16. You know what? Actually, no, I'll take that back. Yeah, top 8. He's definitely going to show up on a few meta teams we're going to see this year, or next year.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, what do you think, Chris? No, I agree. That's, I agree. Yeah. with
0: The second that Plick hit, we knew that it was going to be a thing and a thing that you would see in meta. I didn't know it was going to pervade the meta as much as it did for a while there, but I kind of, I knew it was going to be there. This one, yes, this one will be there as well. just don't know. Um, I guess when we start, when, uh, let's see, when Nighthawk rotates out and then everyone is using Unimind, and I'm saying that in a capacity where they have not nerfed him yet, So. Okay. And we don't know if they are going to, but we, they probably are. But as of right now, we can only go off of what we know. So people are still going to be using Unimind like crazy. There's no silver bullet to it. And then you throw in this just for your bad rolls or their good rolls. Yep. And, (laughs) uh, I just think that that's, that's dumb. (laughs) This is going to be, there's going to be a lot of mirror matches. I bet.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Which sucks. So
1: that was, The last... Oh, sorry. Tell me about these chases. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, th- that was going to be the
1: last character I heard, but yes, these chases are absolutely insane. So they are from the episode Naked Time. I I absolutely... <laughs> I've never seen this, but from what I understand, they get uh, space drunk, basically. And so, just like how you would think with the episode name Naked Time, uh, we've seen Captain Kirk and Lieutenant Sulu, and they are both shirtless. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty amazing. So that's exactly how I like
0: my Lieutenant Sulu.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> so, but it's pretty great. I'll cover Kirk first, because he's the brawler of the bunch. So they both sort of have the same trait. His just says, uniform and tatters, sideline active. That's the first time I believe we've seen sideline active instead of just sideline. But friendly characters named Captain Kirk have three, once per te- once per game, Replace this character with 049 Captain Kirk, at the end of your turn, replaces 49 Captain Kirk with this character. So, basically, you get to swap Kirk's for a second. He just rips his uniform, like, you know, whatever, like Hulk Hogan just ripping his tank top and just, you know, he gets shirtless. And then he has a dial full of, he's got two clicks of charge, sidestep, and then flurry. So whenever you want to call in this character or at least swap him out from your Captain Kirk would probably be a good time. His dial, he, he has a 10 attack for his first two clicks and 11 attack for the rest and then 2 damage the entire dial with a special damage power, which will probably be when you'll want to call him in, which is Close Combat Expert. If Captain Kirk has not moved this turn, he may use Close Combat Expert as free, which is pretty darn amazing. So if you call him in, this is when I would say to call him in, during the sidestep clicks where he has an 11 attack, 2 damage, call him in while your Kirk is already next to somebody, Close Combat Expert as, you know, a free action, and then if you kill them, you can sidestep 2 squares and then Close combat expert again is a normal action, and then you know at the end of your turn replace him with the other Kirk.
0: You know, I'm actually more impressed with this new sideline active mechanic than I am the figure itself. I mean, I, I mean, shirtless yeah. Captain Kirk is already good enough for me, but Absolutely. sideline active mechanic this is definitely something that could be used on well anything really. Oh yeah, uh, sideline active to give powers to your team. Sideline active stupid stuff like um characters within three squares of each other give each other power or something like that like some kind of terrain affecting abilities while they're sitting on the sideline on the sideline this could be this could be game changing in the future so look out for more of this
1: Absolutely. Do you want to talk about Lieutenant Sulu here?
0: Yeah, yeah, I love half-naked Lieutenant Sulu. <laughs> uh, United Federations of Planets, team ability, which, when this character is given a move action, modify speed value by plus one. Zero range, 50 points, Starfleet, Martial Artist, Pirate Keywords. One trait, a swashbuckler at heart. It's the same thing as the Captain um, Captain Kirk one, only, obviously, for Lieutenant Sulu instead of <laughs> Captain Kirk. Uh, we have one special attack power. Said, "You either leave this boy's bloodied, or with my blood on your swords." Which he does have a sword in his.
1: Oh yes. In his uh, <laughs> <A> little swish. <laughs> it's, effect,
0: yeah, right? it's sweet. It's um, a little fencing sword. It looks like. So I guess he's just poking people to get him to bleed. Uh, for those of I you, you that it. don't know, they don't have actual edges on them. <laughs> so he's just like stabbing people with it, I guess. Okay, so he's got blade claws fangs once per turn. If Lieutenant Sulu has not moved this turn, may make a close attack using blade claws fangs. So that could be cool. What
1: uh, he, it looks what, like they're missing free there, or at least I assume so. Yeah, because it just says if he hasn't moved, he can make a. Attack using swings but he already has swings so I assume
0: yeah, they meant to put in three.
1: Right. But yeah,
0: you're probably right. Stats-wise, it looks like he starts off um, 10, 10, 18, 1 with combat reflexes 18, charge 10, and then he kind of like ramps up. He goes up to 11 attack with flurry at the end of the dial with defend 18 defense on the on the defend. Uh, for 50 points, this is actually a really good 50 point character. Is this chase-wise? Probably not for anything other than that sweet, half-naked Lieutenant Solo. Sculpted.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I said Solo. Sulu sculpture.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm mixing my universes. Oops.
1: Different guy that travels in space. Different guy.
0: Although, if Han Solo were also half-naked on a hero click, I'm sure people would want that, too.
1: Oh, man. Are you kidding
0: me? WizKids, take he note. We're giving you gold here. <laughs> uh, all right what's our last one
1: uh i believe that about covers there's one more chase figure which is kang but he doesn't seem to be naked to me or at least half naked so i don't know why we talk about
0: him. okay i mean, we can or skip guy. it that's fine we're trying to make this a little bit shorter of an episode anyway Uh, The last thing in the news that I really want to talk about, just to bring this up, rehash everybody's memory, that the Dial H annual awards ceremony for 2017 will be on episode 184. That is three episodes away from now. So uh, next episode, I think next episode, we are going to drop the categories on Facebook and on Twitter, which gives you cause to follow us on Twitter and follow us on Facebook. So you can get on there and vote for things such as... Best attacker, Marvel side for 2017. Best support figure from DC, 2017. Those types of categories back and forth across the different... Um, and uh, this is the this is the first year that we have to do a independent side as well since we now have... Uh, we've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that are in the yeah. running. And we yeah. also have... Um, Star Trek 2. Star Trek. Yeah. So I think that's what we're going to do is uh, DC, Marvel... And everything else, which we'll name later, that I'm I'm really excited about. That's going to be a fun. Episode. Oh, it's going to be awesome. So, all right, let's move on to community. Before we wrap this up, we put out a community question on the Twitter, on the Facebook, and that question was: What are your biggest wants for sub themes in the upcoming X Men set? Bonus points for originality. I uh, got a lot of great responses, some not so great, great responses, yeah, with some same really. Really good responses. So I'll start off. We'll bounce back and forth answers-wise, and we'll get to the bottom of this list. James Martin says, how about Shi'ar, or hashtag bonus points for Marvel, Earth 8311? 1, 1. Already got Spider-Ham, time for Cap, America cat and the Hobgobbler. This is the universe where all of those animal heroes came from. It is where Spider-Ham came from. So I think it would be really funny. Um <laughs> Probably not going to be the sub-theme in an X-Men set. Probably not
1: in an X-Men, yeah.
0: But I would definitely love to see this as a chase set down the line. Now, Shi'ar as chases, that actually stands a chance. Haven't been made in a really long time, and I love Shi'ar. Love them. So anytime they want to remake Shi'ar or make new Shi'ar that they have never clicked before, and there are plenty of them to make, uh, go for it.
1: Okay, so on the Facebook like I said, we we're asking for X-Men set sub-themes. So Ares Edge, of course, said uh, Gotham City.
0: Yeah, makes sense.
1: Yeah, makes <laughs> sense.
0: Collectibles said Reavers, Acolytes, Starjammers, but mostly Reavers. I don't think Reavers get a lot of love in the game of Hero Clips, so if they did end up making them, that would be fantastic. Acolytes, yeah, I could see that. Acolytes, for those of you um, that don't know, those are going to be like, uh magneto's handyman kind of uh so yeah that could be a thing um colossus was an acolyte at one point so just throwing that out there hmm. and then the last time the star were made dear god i don't even know rem- remember the last time that they were uh, made
1: that was probably like mutations and monsters or something
0: probably i don't know i'll look it up you keep going man
1: okay so paul and daniel grok Atlantis, Namor, 50 points. I, we need a Namor. We did not get a Namor in Avengers Defenders War, and that really bothered me, especially since we got an Atlantean Warrior. But yes, we need a Namor. There's no excuse to not put him in an X-Men set. He's a mutant. I don't know if I want him at 50 points, but I do want a new Namor.
0: Okay, all right. So I did pull up the Starjammers keyword. Ah. Um, okay, so now original star jammers and so the people that i personally think of as star jammers and then people that just happen to have the star jammers keywords two completely different things in in the game of okay. Heroes, as far as like when they were made so when i think of star jammers i personally think of like corsair corsair uh Hephzibah, we got chad uh those those characters um raza is another one hmm. um Yeah, the last time that Hephzibah was made and, yeah, Corsair, that was critical mass. (laughs) Wow. Um, Supernova brought us Raza. Giant-sized X-Men brought us Cha'ad. And then since then, we've gotten a bunch of heroes that have, yes, actually teamed up with the Starjammers in the comic and kind of, like, became Starjammers temporarily. Uh, Havoc, Lilandra, Phoenix Polaris, Corvus uh, all from Wolverine and the X-Men set but uh, yeah they are way overdue to be made again
1: oh yeah for sure wow uh,
0: one of my favorite answers that I got on the Twitter was from Dodgers88 he said X-Babies
1: <laughs> oh that would be so
0: cool Um, do you see a future where there ever actually clicks the X-Babies
1: uh, Probably not, but I would dig like a Mojo that can throw out X-Baby Pogs or something. That'd be neat.
0: That would be sweet. And the last time they made Mojo was forever ago as well. Yeah. So.
1: And I'd be so down for X-Babies. It'd be really weird to see them like as Sculpts, but like as Pogs. Yeah, let's do it.
0: He said he's calling it now, by the way, so. Oh, okay. We'll check back up with you, Dodgers88, and we'll see.
1: We shall see. Brandon Erdman says, Thieves Guild have been dying for a new Gambit. You know, we talked about this. We do need a new Gambit, so bad.
0: Could they make a Thieves Guild chase set, though? There's only like three characters in the Thieves Guild that I even remember. Yeah, I don't know. And one probably. of them's Gambit. <laughs> <Probably>, yeah. So, <laughs> how many chases did this
1: ever need to be in the set? Probably like six or eight, so, nah, yeah, probably not.
0: I like the idea. There's no reason they couldn't put one of those, or actually a couple of those characters. And that'd be a pretty sweet generic that we've never gotten, probably will never get again. But, like, Thieves Guild member. Oh, yeah. Just very super generic Thieves Guild member. And then make that an actual keyword. And then, obviously, throw it on Gambit. Duh. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Nick Pitt said, Earth X yes please yes yes. Um, okay he said I want fat Iceman and old Cyclops in a suit
1: <laughs> yeah I they made Cap they gave him the keyword we need some more EarthX guys to fill it out I would love for EarthX I don't care if they're chase set I just want EarthX pieces
0: right
1: yeah uh, next up Andrew Olsen Gold Balls Brigade Gold Balls Everywhere is this the same Gold <laughs> Balls one like, yes, is. Uh,
0: <laughs> it totally is uh, that's wow. that's awesome. Uh, we got Cody Williams coming in with Hellions and the Hellfire Club. There we go. We, we talked about that, right? Last episode, a couple episodes uh, about so. Hellfire Club. They're yeah. awesome. We got Black King. Why Why wouldn't they remake? I mean, exactly. They've got yeah. all of the different chess pieces to make to remake. Man, when was the last time they made Pierce? I can't even remember the last time they made him. But, a while uh, ago. I don't think
1: it was in you, know. UXM. Uh, that so, up
0: too.
1: <laughs> yeah, there we go. Chris is doing that. Uh, Rue Ready Diaz Soto said Secret Avengers. Yeah, absolutely. I can see them throwing in Secret Avengers. Beast is a part of that and a few yeah, other for things. Sex, yeah. So that might happen.
0: Donald. What? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donald Pierce. The last time they made Donald Pierce was in Mutant Mayhem.
1: Mutant Mayhem? Oh, man. Not even giant size. It Mutant Mayhem. <laughs> what?
0: Poor guy. Um. Okay. There's also some. Oh, man, there's some good Trevor Fitzroy, Harry Harry Leland. There's some good Hellfire Club members that they need to remake. Anyway, moving on, we got um, Greg Miller. I bet he's super excited, by the way, for the new Infinity War trailer because I mentioned this before, but his little picture on the Twitter is of Thanos
1: sitting down
0: in his farming attire. Uh, He said sword, which... Uh, let's see, that is going to be the space equivalent of S.H.I.E.L.D. in Marvel Comics. And yeah, I think that would be cool. I don't remember the last time they made Ab- Abigail Brand, but I know they did a while back. Um, I
1: Definitely been a while for her.
0: I, I think Agent Brand, that's what they named her. Yeah, Agent Brand, and that's from uh, Mutations and Monsters. Ooh. Man, they, they – you guys are good. Like, They really need to remake a lot of this stuff. Um, yeah. There are a couple characters that have appeared multiple times with the S.W.O.R.D. uh, keyword, one of which is Beast, and that's like Abigail Brand's part-time boyfriend. Lockheed, um, when you found out a long time ago that Lockheed is actually an undercover agent for S.W.O.R.D., and he's been infiltrating the X-Men since day one and acting like he can't speak English, even though he can, and then acting as um, Shadowcat's pet dragon, even though he was sentient. And okay, smart the entire time. You're dropping a bomb on me, Chris. I didn't know any of that. And that just <laughs> my world. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that, that was just another retcon where, you know, they just of course. changed some things. But they were like, ha we're sly and clever. But, yeah, no, um, Lockheed is actually an agent of, of
1: S.W.O.R.D. Huh. The more you know, I guess. Wow. Uh, so, jeez. David Herberger. Reavers. They need an upgrade. Absolutely. We talk
0: about Reavers. Yeah, Reavers. for sure. Uh, we got Timu. said, Exiles, the X-Men from the movie First Class. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Timu, I sincerely doubt that they will ever make the movie First Class in Hero Clicks. Uh, One
1: can dream, Instead uh, a said dream sp- it'll
0: probably be especially darwin as he's also relevant to the story that led to the comic first class first class passing the torch which is true as much as i remember the news reading that stuff back in the day and then beast with the illuminati keyword Ooh. also would be cool very cool uh, i i do like darwin darwin is actually a really good x-men character and he, his power is he just adapts to whatever he needs to adapt to, and as far as I'm seeing right now, he's never been clicked.
1: Oh, that's a shame. That'd be that'd be a well done pick a power piece. Like based on what your opponent has, you choose. Like if they have Pen Blast, you would get Invincible or something like that. That'd be neat. Yeah. I'd be I'd be down for that. Man, Vock O'Brien. Love to see some more Morlocks. Also Mojo Verse. I want Mojo Verse just so they can make X babies, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, that would be awesome. But also Morlocks yeah. is a really good one too.
1: Very true. Because you, yes, can, you can just make
0: year. all kinds of generic Morlocks. For sure. Which they kind of need to do, because while the ones that they made most recently were pretty good, I feel like they could just make more. You um, can always use more. Yeah. Jason Levine, uh, characters from Earth 5311, which, I had to look this up, and this was this was honestly my favorite answer that I got this week on the question uh pirate kitty's universe uh what pirate kitty of course games fiend with no name wind rider wizard xavier so i looked this little 5311 up i think that it is a one issue only universe appearing storyline and shadow cat falls asleep and has a dream that turns out to be a real alternate universe of a fairy tale world where all of these X people have their equivalent in this little X world. So Professor Xavier is Wizard Xavier, and then you have I can't remember what his name is. Is it Anger or something? His real name's Anger. It's Wolverine, is who it is. <laughs> but he's like, if you look this up, please look this up on like the Marvel Wiki. It's hilarious. The Wolverine has a six pack of Coors Light. <laughs> and he's carrying around in his hand uh, <laughs> in the picture, and I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, you can get away with this stuff in the, I think it was the 80s. For sure. So um, that was, yeah, it was solid. Like, I looked up these different characters. I was reading, like, the little backgrounds. Of course, it, it only appeared in, like, one issue or something, so the backgrounds were very, very sparse. But uh, it was very uh-huh. interesting, very unique.
1: P.D. Pride dreamt up the best universe ever known to man. Okay, yeah, all for it, man. That's gonna be sweet. So P.J. Bolin said on Facebook, "I don't know about subtheme, but I need this Iceman in my life, and it's this Iceman that looks like Voltron. Nah, like he's got like a giant sword. Like this would, this very clearly needs to be a colossal." So maybe for a con-exclusive next year to go with the set, I would want this Iceman. I'll send you the picture later, but it is, like, one of the coolest-looking things ever. I don't know when this happens. Storm has a mohawk, which is cool, but also in the panel. But besides the point, Iceman has, like, a giant sword. He's this giant ice robot Voltron-looking dude. It is cool. It is actually pretty amazing.
0: So after the AVX storyline in the comics, they launched this comic of – it was, like – Maybe it was right during. I can't really remember. But it was like A and X or something like that. And it was these small little crossover comics where they just put an X-Men character with an Avengers character. And I remember this one issue where it was – I think Thor teamed up or – yeah, teamed up with Iceman maybe. Hmm. And they fought ice giants or something. (laughs) This was years ago that I read this, so I I may be mistaken on this, but – he did. He got colossal. Ice oh, heated. nice. Yeah, he, that, like, that's one of his powers. He just never taps into it. He can he can absorb enough ambient uh, moisture I, in the air to, me, yeah. to become a colossal person. He just never does. Um, yeah. Bryce Bangor said, we got another uh, fan of the Starjammers. And then he also said, Age of X, mainly one of Basilisk Cyclops, which is really cool. That's a really good hmm. idea. Uh, the upstarts, and then anything Age of Apocalypse. My guess is this guy collected all of the chases.
1: <laughs> yeah, he needs to fill those out. Those are awesome chases too. So for sure. Yeah, they are.
0: They're cool looking, and not crazy, crazy powerful, but definitely playable, and I, I just like the idea of it. So oh, yeah.
1: Jay Solomon says Exiles, keeping it sweet, short, simple absolutely I love the
0: exiles yeah they're good okay uh, we have uh, hey we had this guy on the podcast before Archer Gaming said Alpha Flight a new puck would be awesome you know Alpha Flight really goes under the radar a lot and last time we got many of them were in the Invincible Iron Man set so if they wanted to remake uh, the Alpha Flight I would absolutely be ecstatic about that and then also there are a bunch of Alpha Flight members that have never been clicked, so they need to like do that. That would be great. Anything to get new characters.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Aaron Constantine Morgan. The Horseman of Apocalypse and the Apocalypse Twins. Now, that would be cool. I'd be down for any version of the Horseman of Apocalypse, for sure.
0: You, you know, that would be a fantastic chase set, but there's only ever four at a time, so that couldn't be it. But maybe they could be like super rares.
1: Yeah, any kind of sub-team would be fine with me. Yeah, if we get apocalypse and the Horseman of Apocalypse, I'd be happy. Be happy, yeah.
0: That would be sweet. Uh, last answer that I have on Twitter is going to be from J Ward Laz- Lizard Pants. <laughs> this guy wow. tweeted in before. Uh, he said, "X babies." Seriously, how have these not been made by now?
1: I'm assuming because of how short they would be. But yes, we. I'm I'm with you. We need X babies so much. Yeah, for sure. I have a few more on Facebook, so I'll just rattle through them really quick. Eric Atkinson. Cerebro, that is an immovable vehicle, and a pilot can use their mind control anywhere on the map. That'd be really awesome if they want to maybe make that... I don't know if they're going to throw in just a random vehicle in the set, but I'd be down for it. And then, see, Jamie Lovett. It's this picture of Colossus. I assume he's just speaking about Colossus in this one. He doesn't specify... But he has this sick handlebar mustache, and he has, like, magic sword on his back. And, yeah, I'm totally down for that. If that is who he's talking about, there's a few more people in the picture, but I assume he means this dope-looking Colossus with facial hair. Looks awesome.
0: Speaking of uh, Cerebro, though, while I I remember it, I I got onto a conversation with Nick Pitt on Twitter about that, and I was telling him I really, really would like – them to make a Cerebro that is the same size as the Batcave that's immovable, and you just set it on the side of the map. (laughs) That
1: would be actually pretty sweet.
0: I think that would be amazing. I don't know what it would do. There are much more imaginative people out there than me, but it would be cool.
1: For sure. I don't know. It's like, sir, you know how you put Alfred in the Batcave? You had to put Professor X in Cerebro or something, or like him or Grey or whatever, and then they just... To help you out around the map, I don't I don't know. It'll be cool. Someone probably definitely figured out. Tyler Miron. Like a mystical sub theme. Doctor Strange, Magic, Scarlet Witch. Signor Magico. Look him up. Okay. Newest run of Lucation If ah, a little bit of mystical thrown in there. You know, Magic and Scarlet Witch. Probably definitely gonna be in there. We'll probably give it Doctor Strange though in Vindy War. Don't know about Signor Magico. But uh that'd be interesting. Dan Davis. I think some what if would be awesome. The only X-Men one <laughs> was the uh, Xavier Juggernaut. So, yes, we definitely need more X-Men what-if characters.
0: I that bet be he nice. was just as mad as us when what-if actually came oh, out and we're like, sure. where are all the X-people?
1: Like, all the good, all the really, really good, X, you know, what-if stories for X-Men, in my opinion, anyways. Like, the what-if Magneto got the Phoenix Force. That would be such a dope figure, but we never got to see that. Uh, no, I definitely want to see some more X Men. What if T.J. Hamilton cuckoos? Just a set of cuckoos. The entire set. It's just cuckoos.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure they only started off with five of them, and then two of them got killed, and then they were down to three.
1: But you what can... if? But but just think about it. What if just the entire set was just all cuckoos? Rare. Common, uncommon, super rare chase themes, and one Emma Frost.
0: It would still be a better set than What If?
1: <sighs> Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> Ooh, and on that note, to end us all off, Danny Meacham Avengers idea mechanics, sunspot with aim and Avengers keywords, bonus if he gives Avengers and aim keywords, or vice versa. So I don't know if you're aware of usa avengers but they're basically the avengers idea mechanics taking over aim it's pretty neat little comic. i am Uh, not
0: there yet in the comics but i am quickly approaching so yes i cannot wait
1: all right awesome and yeah that wraps us up on facebook
0: okay we got a couple other non-community question related questions questions or comments from twitter uh the first one we got from timu he asks, are there any holiday-themed team ideas? I've been excited to build something around Greed and Jacob Marley ever since I pulled him. So, uh, I, you know, I have always been a huge fan of these freaking annual releases, I guess, up until this year. Of, yeah, I haven't seen anything this year so far. Like, I really like the idea of, like, the Abominable Snowman and... And the Holiday Elf. And Toy Soldier like was cool. Yeah, too. the Toy Soldier was so awesome. Like, wh- first of all, why is why did they not make one of those this year? Or maybe they did, and they're, I mean, right now, as of right now, it's still only December 1st, but I figure they would have let us know by now. You'd imagine so. I would say, as far as the answer to answer your question, Timu, um, anything with, one like, those guys on it, as much as you can get there, it's just fun. Now, I'm pretty sure that that... What is that team ability that they have? Is it Wild Card? Yeah, Snowfall is just Wild Card. That sucks to play them all on the same team because you won't be able to copy anything. Yeah. But seriously, how cool would it be to just use the Abominable Snowman and Krampus? And... That just seems fun to me.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, you can get really creative with Christmas themes, for sure. Like, play Card Kent, You can beat Cart Griswold or whatever you want. Like, really... When you play teams, like, around holidays, you can be pretty lenient with almost anything. Yeah. Team full of elves, play some Lord of the Rings elves, and Nightcrawler, the holiday elf, you know.
0: I mean, it doesn't need to be a named team. No, it doesn't have to be. You know, just play with whatever you think thematically fits with whatever holiday you, you know, yeah. believe in. So, um, okay, we got another... Thing. This is actually just a, a statement uh, from James Martin on on the Twitters. Uh, so I had an idea for a fig and its mechanics. What do you guys think? Make Psylord or Franklin Richards, which I think they're like the same person, or Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, reality bender character, so one of those characters that can just manipulate reality. Give them the ability to change map and location of items or even figure placement to a degree. Consider each power separate. So, that's a multi-stage question. Let's, go with, let's just start with the map. What do you think of, like, a mechanic where you just change the map in the middle of a game? I think it's
1: probably super painful to do. It's like write down where all your characters are. But I also think it's cool because, like, the volcano in ADX, that was actually a lot of fun to jump in that. It was really cool. I really did like that map. And I do kind of like the idea of just, boom, just changing map. We were here now and I were gonna teleport over to here
0: it almost reminds me in a way of fighting games oh video yeah. games fighting games where you knock somebody into a def- different part of the map and it just changes the background and it, like, that is that, pretty great that, so, that's kind of cool
1: the the coolest way Heracoku has done it so far which uh, the obviously the best MCU movie throw the dark world they had a scenario <laughs> yeah the scenario for that was to actually set out eight different maps and as you got toward the middle of it you would be teleported somewhere else because you know when Thor and Maelkid thought they just went through those portals and they were going through Spartelheim and Asgard and Midgard and whatever they were just teleporting all these different places and just punching each other so I thought that was great that was the one scenario I had a ton of fun with just like okay now we're on this map that was fun but it takes up a lot of space to have that many maps out
0: yeah it might be a little painstaking but the idea of it I love it
1: oh yeah uh-huh. For sure.
0: So let's stay on the same map, but the idea of just moving – like just flopping characters and or items around on the map, much easier to do. But I I feel like this game has shied away from character placement, character control a lot of the time. Yeah. There's never been anything that's like give this character a power action, move an opponent – to whatever square you want to on the map. Like, there's never been anything like that.
1: Yeah. No, you're right.
0: But, so like, this... whatever. You go, ahead. The, go
1: ahead. Ragnarok, Ragnarok Loki, he does the sort of little bits of map manipulation, but it's, like, by one square. Yeah. Really about it.
0: And I don't know if that has ever... If there's anyone out there listening, and you have had one of those events happen where you've got this, like, minimal change of a character, slight board control... And it definitely affected your game, like won you the game. Can you please write us in and tell us this story? Because as much as I like hearing like a reading the stuff when new figures come out about how, oh, this is board manipulation, and we've talked about it multiple times, and I know we have, but I never see it happen, you know? I no one ever I was like, Oh, this totally worked for me, guys. It was the greatest thing ever. No, I've never heard that. <laughs> No. Yeah. Okay, that's AD. all I've got on.
1: It's yeah on Twitter. I got a few on Facebook. Then uh, David Cole will Flash God of Death see competitive play as an ID or a figure. I'm gonna say for sure as an ID. I
0: on think that it might see play as a figure. Actually, I I think okay. it'll be both. I think it'll be both. But I, you know, I don't know because he's what 125 points. Who are you gonna call him in with?
1: Unimind can still call on people.
0: Unimind, but is are his stats really that worth it for?
1: Yeah, I mean, you just bump, you know bump his stats with Unimind, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Maybe he won't be calling, but I feel like someone is gonna put him on a team. Even I though so. healing isn't, like, the biggest meta thing going on right now. But okay.
0: So if you do manage to pull him in, right, so I'm just pulling up his stats. Which, by the way, they finally got his figure sculpt pulled up on HD Realms, and it looks just absolutely redonkulously cool. He's carrying a sight.
1: Oh, yeah, that is really cool. <laughs>
0: um, so we've got 11 attack with precision strike and 4 damage printed with 14 speed. You're not going to be able to run away um, too far because then you'll get out of sight of the range of whoever called him in. Unless you intentionally do that. You don't want to have him on the board to be hit because top dial, he doesn't have any reducers. So one, two, three, four, five, six. If you can manage to do six damage to him from top dial, he'll die. Hmm. But I kind of... if I saw an enemy on the map that could do six damage and I called him in, I think I would move and try to hit him. And if it didn't work, then just run off map. That way they couldn't get the easy 125 points.
1: Okay. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So let's move on. Next question. Brian pulling, how amazing was the Punisher show himself? Uh, 10 out of 10 would watch again and again and again and again. Uh, Chris, you haven't (laughs) seen it all yet, but I do agree. It was, really really good i like the punisher as a character i like micro as a character i like jigsaw he's a really cool villain so yeah no i really really enjoyed the punisher and all the other characters and it. it had some really great lines you know as we know there's used on the internet so not something i thought was, i was going to hear in punisher but yeah I'm totally for it so yeah no i really enjoyed the punisher we'll have to get back to you i assume later or if you're like 10 episodes in already think it's the best netflix show out there
0: it's very, very good. It's just a very standalone... Like It almost doesn't... It's secular. It, it exists by itself without having to do almost with anything else that has existed other than Karen Page. is there.
1: Oh, yeah, her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. She's there. She's
1: there. <laughs> uh, Eric, Eric Griffin. When will Micro get clicked? C Dude, yeah, no, I was yeah. – I
0: looked – every time Every time there is a Netflix show or even a DC show, it doesn't matter, and they introduce a new character, the first thing I do is go to either the Marvel or DC Wikia, and I type in whatever they just called that person. I try to find out if they're a real character in whatever universe it is we're talking about, and then the next thing I do is go and see if they've already clicked them, and they have never made a micro character or clicks
1: so the perfect time to put him in would have been Avengers Defenders War when they were just making a bunch of Netflix characters pretty much all the side characters like Foggy and Karen and everything but Punisher didn't come out around that time so I really hope the next set they put him in will be Micro if not you can always substitute like Redwing for his drone and then use any like kind of character that might be a scientist or whatever kind of keyword you want to have for Micro you can sub almost anybody, but really, uh, no, I want a micro so bad. One that works with Frank. Like maybe, you know, hands and guns. I don't know. Right. Something cool. He could be considered Punisher for driving the van. That'd be nice.
0: It'd be nice if, and I don't know if he ever actually kind of belonged to this, but if they do make a micro, give him the Marvel Knights keyword just so I can fit him on Marvel <laughs> Knights teams with the Punisher. That would be awesome. That's all I need. <laughs>
1: So, and then the last question uh, was David Herbert, which is also very Punisher-esque. Uh, how do you rank the Marvel Netflix series? Uh, Punisher may be number four for me, Daredevil one and two, and then Defenders would be three, although he hasn't finished Punisher yet. So, okay, so for me personally, I would probably rank Daredevil, you know, season one and two would be number one and two. Maybe season two being better than one. Actually, yeah, probably season two better than one. Maybe. Yeah, no, it's kind of a toss-up. Then I would definitely say Punisher would be my number three. Then Defenders, then Luke, then Jessica Jones. I wasn't a fan of Jessica Jones. That's me, personally. And then Iron Fist is definitely last. Okay. Chris?
0: I am a little bit different than yours, but still pretty much in the same vein. I loved it, Jessica Jones. Loved it. Okay. I thought it was was fantastic. I would go Daredevil Season 2. Jessica Jones, from what I've seen of The Punisher, for three. Daredevil Season 1. No, Defenders, Daredevil Season 1, hmm. Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Okay. I just, I think they screwed up Iron Fist so badly. <laughs> they, they. Why did you hurt me so deeply?
1: <laughs> and, like, uh, I love Heroes for Hire, and Iron Fist is one of my favorites, too. And I was just like, man, I can't i can't watch this i mean i'm going to watch it but i can't watch it
0: i really liked i did like luke cage but then looking back on it now there were a few things because everything when it first comes out you're like oh my god this is so amazing it's so good and even when i watched iron fist i was like oh yeah that was pretty good but then at the cracks start to form in your head over time yeah and then at, i'm looking back on luke cage and i'm like what did everyone else say about Luke Cage when it was coming out? Everyone was hyping up the soundtrack. It was, like, so amazing. It fit the rest of the storyline. And I don't know if it was just me, but, I like, I really liked the the, the uh, soundtrack. It was a really good soundtrack. But yep. that had nothing to do with the plotline, and nope. that's what I cared about. <laughs> I was, like, I want uh, Luke Cage to run in and beat the crap out of people, and I don't think that they gave me Ow. enough Luke Cage, like, tearing crap down, ripping yeah. through walls. And I, he didn't pick up one car, um, which upset me. Car there was door, that one... at least. He what? Car door, at least, right? Yeah, yeah. They, like, massively depowered him. They had to. Because really there's did. That, that one little scene where there's a freaking traffic light. Not traffic light. Um, a street light. that tips over, and he catches it. And he's like, ugh, I'm so manly, like, holding <laughs> it up. Um In the comics, Luke Cage would have, like, taken one hand and just barely put it up and just caught it. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, why is he making it look like this is hard for him? That would not be hard for Luke Cage. He's stronger than
1: that. They kind of had to because a character that is bulletproof, insanely hard to kill, you know, they had to make the whole special bullets and all that stuff just to even make it semi, like, interesting, to have a struggle for the hero anyways. You know, because if he's not weak to anything, it's kind of hard to connect to them. And that was my big problem. I really wish it would have kept going with Cottonmouth. uh, Yes,
0: yes, yes. Cottonmouth was actually a good Marvel Cinematic villain. Because he didn't have any powers, but he was just conniving. Yeah. I don't remember the actor's name that played Cottonmouth, but seriously, bravo. That guy was a fantastic actor.
1: He was great. And then Diamondback came in and just ruined everything.
0: What was was, that stupid suit?
1: It was horrible. It was just ugh. It looked that so is,
0: bad. That is that is why it's second to last on my list. <laughs> I I
1: will agree with you. The only reason I didn't like Jessica Jones, I loved everybody else, but Jessica Jones. I could not stand her. Nuke. I love Nuke. I love Purple Man. I loved all that. I just she's so annoying. I don't, I don't know what. I just what, thought it was such
0: her. a wonderful psychological. I don't maybe like a almost like a thriller thing. There was a lot of suspenseful moments. Cause no, you it didn't was know, good. Like, that was who's being mind controlled, who's not. I have no idea at this point. Who can you trust?
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that wraps us up on Facebook.
0: Okay. Uh, we have a winner of last week's community question. I guess it was two weeks ago two weeks ago's community question for a copy of Spider-Man Homecoming, and that was Jason Levine. So that's already been sent to him. He knew that he won before we even recorded this episode, but thanks, Jason Levine. Um, Superfan status is going to be a thing again, and it is going to be announced on the same episode as the Dilate Annual Awards Ceremony. So episode 184, we are going to name our superfan. We've got... Twitter, that's dialh4heroclicks, that's the number four, so don't forget to follow us on there, you can follow us on Facebook, just search out dialh4heroclicks, and then if you send an email to us, which we get those from time to time, we like those, can't really send that many characters on Twitter, so I like getting emails every once in a while. Uh, That's dialh4heroclicks at gmail.com, the holiday season is quickly approaching, so... If you see an Amazon link affiliation from us on Twitter or on Facebook, go ahead and follow that link. Order your stuff from Amazon. We get a commission on that, which would be greatly appreciated to keep the podcast up and running. And the last thing that I have for keeping the podcast up and running is um, we've been getting stuff from CoolStuffInc.com, and it's really awesome, and we open bricks, and I'm going to start throwing some of that stuff on the Ebays to sell. And I did it last last month, but I forgot to mention it last month. And the stuff already sold, so uh, got some stuff. And I'm gonna give you guys my eBay handle, which is Drake McGavin. That's D R A K E M A C G A V I N underscore one two three. There's nothing up for sale as of I as of me speaking now, but there's gonna be some. Let's see what we got in the brick. There was the rare prime Harley. That's going up. Zatanna is going up. And the plot point, um, Harley Quinn. So if any of those do anything for you, you can go onto eBay and bid on those. That'd be that'd be great because then you'd know it'd be coming directly from Dial H for Hero Clicks. And I don't know. If you want, we can, like, kiss it or sign it or something. I don't know what you're into. We can kiss it. Okay, yeah,
1: hey. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we just trim off a lock of my hair and just nail it with them too? Like, yeah. We can do that. <laughs> no. That, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. no, that's yes. possible. No, that's we'll definitely totally that. a thing.
1: Yep, yes, absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that's all I got. Uh, t- uh, call for you to read us out.
1: Yes. As a reminder, Dialage for HeroClicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com. You can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com.
0: All right, guys, we'll talk to you next time. Bye.
1: Bye. Not m m m m